0: The game is over when the final buzzer sounds. The analysis ends when you say it does. This is Overtime Open Line. Interviews, analysis, and your opinion. Oilers Hockey is brought to you by World of Spas. And now, the Heartland Ford Overtime Open Line. Here's Reed Wilkins on Oilers Radio, 6.30 Chat.
1: The L.A. Kings get it going early and then never look back. 5-1 Kings over the Edmonton Oilers tonight. Tyler Toffoli. Got it started on the Kings' first shot of the game, just a minute 32 into the first period. L.A. also got a big goal with three and a half seconds left in the first. That put them up 3-0 after one. Connor McDavid, Edmonton's only goal, his 16th of the season. It was unassisted. His point streak goes to nine games. Nothing for Leon Dreisaitl. His point streak ends after 13 games. The Oilers allowed a power play goal. The Kings 1-6 with the man advantage. Foley got a goal late in the third on the power play. So the Oilers run on the PK. Ends at 27 straight. And when it comes to the Oilers, LA might as well stand for lose again. You know, we were talking about the trouble, Rob, that the Oilers have had in San Jose. It's actually been even worse in Los Angeles. The last 16 games in Los Angeles, the Oilers have one victory and three points. 114 and 1 in their last 16 visits to LA.
2: They're going to probably have to change hotels or bus companies or, or the pre-game meal or something because uh, there was a, a time when the others were not a good team and the LA Kings were, you know, perennial Stanley Cup contenders and it was understandable when they lost in LA. But the last few years the, the LA Kings have not been good. And then this year, the LA Kings are not good, and the Oilers have had a very strong team. Yet this, the, the effort that you saw out of the Oilers tonight in the game that the Oilers played, you had a, a month worth of mistakes. Uh, you had a month worth of lost battles, lost races. And the Oilers were shorthanded a number of times because they were chasing, and they were getting frustrated. So uh, there were times when you would expect the Oilers to come out of this arena on, on the wrong side. Tonight was not one of those nights, so I think that's why it's gonna be even more disappointing in that dressing room.
1: So the Oilers' record now 14-7-3. Los Angeles gets up to 9-12-1. They have won five in a row at home and four of their last five overall, so they're doing their best to try to scratch back into the battle in the Western Conference. To Foley with two. Kopitar scored. Carter scored. Amadio scored as well, a goal in the second period that made it 4-1. The Oilers challenged for goaltender interference after that goal. They were unsuccessful, and with the new rule, they were also short-handed after that they killed off that power play and i think that was dave tippett just fishing for something we didn't i mean koskinen kind of briefly gave the ref a look after the goal went in we didn't uh, we didn't see anything and, and and probably one of those if it's a closer game maybe if that was a tying goal or to put la up by one Maybe Tippett doesn't throw the hail mary there, but I I, I couldn't see how he was going to win that challenge.
2: Well, and I, I like your analogy there, hail mary. That's what it was. Uh, there was a one in a hundred chance of, of that sticking, and that's just you're hoping the referee sees something that nobody else does. Uh, I think Dave Tippett at that point realized, okay, this game is if this goal counts, this game is out of out of reach for us. So I'm going to hope that. Uh, they can find something, whatever it is, to to allow us to win this challenge. But also, and we talked about it at the end of the period, the fact that the Oilers' penalty killing is so strong, it gives you a little bit more peace of mind that if you lose the challenge, you're probably going to kill it off anyways. Uh, but there was, to me, and you and I talked about zero chance of that being overturned. That was a, a perfect play by, by the, I think it was... It was going to the net. It was number 13, I think, that went to the net on Clifford. I think Kyle Clifford went to the net, and I think just his strength pushed Hawes towards the goalie, but no goalie interference, right call by the referee, and unfortunately, that was the end of the game for the Edmonton Oilers.
1: 5-1, the Kings win it. Final shots tonight. 30-26 in favor of uh, Los Angeles. They outshot the Oilers. 18-13 18-13 over the last two periods. Edmonton had a 13-12 advantage uh, in the first period. Mike Smith was pulled after 20 minutes. He allowed three goals on 12 shots. Miko Koskinen went the rest of the way. He stopped 16 out of 18. Jonathan Quick, the winning goalie, 25 saves tonight. So it's uh, it's been almost an even split for the goaltenders. Back-to-back games on the weekend. Vegas on Saturday, Arizona on Sunday. Who would you come back with?
2: Well, we were wrong going into that. We both talked about that we probably would have started Koskinen tonight's game, and uh, it was Smith, and Smith didn't make it through. I'd go Koskinen again in Saturday's game. I think you, you don't want to go into Sunday desperate for a win. You don't want to go in thinking we have to win this so we don't drop three straight. I think Koskinen gives you the better chance. Koskinen's been rock solid. So to me, Koskinen should start on Saturday, and then... Uh, you come back with Smith on Sunday, going back to a place where he's had a ton of success in in Phoenix over over the course of his career. But what we've seen with, with Dave Tippett is it isn't always what you would expect when it comes to his goalies. But for me, uh, I don't know about you, but for me, it's Koskinen on Saturday.
1: Uh, I, I'd start Koskinen on Saturday and then Smith against, mm-hmm. the, against the Coyotes. And then if you want to go back to Koskinen on Wednesday, I mean, I know with Koskinen, they're worried about fatigue. Well, if he starts Saturday... And then Wednesday, that's not. No, that's not not pushing. It should be plenty of rest. But uh, it was uh, not a good outing for the Oilers overall tonight. They lose 5 1 to the Los Angeles Kings. And uh, a little bit of a struggle here for consistency for the Oilers. This is not. Now, to their credit, they've had some poor games they've bounced back from. Mm -hmm. uh, But they've also had some good outings that then they haven't been able to keep rolling. In the next game and I think that was the case tonight because a really good team effort against San Jose and uh, they, they didn't even really look like the same team tonight against Los Angeles
2: no they didn't I think that had they come out and asserted themselves in the first 10 minutes of this game then it's a, a much different outcome but they didn't come out and play well at the beginning LA stuck around they, they got the lead and then they expanded on it they they found interest in the game they got a little emotion in the game uh, and, and that is something they they haven't had a whole lot of this year. Things haven't gone right for the L.A. Kings, uh, dead last in a lot of different categories, but you wouldn't have noticed that tonight. The one thing that the Oilers are going to find this year, more so than, than in the past, every team is going to get up for them. They are now near the top, if not the top of the standings. They're leading their division. They're up the, near the top in the National Hockey League. Teams get up they, for them. When we talk about when the Oilers go to San Jose... It is a a game to see where how the Oilers stack up against San Jose. It's a measuring stick. Well, every team in the in, in the National Hockey League now, when they play Edmonton, it's a measuring stick because Edmonton has a good record. They're a good team this year. How do I play against McDavid and They're the top two scorers in the league? So you know tonight that Kopitar and Doughty, who saw them all night long, want to have success. They want to prove themselves. So there's not going to be an easy game, no matter who you play in, in the National Hockey League now, if you're the Edmonton Oilers, because people are up for them they're not going to surprise anybody because of their record and where they are in the standings now
1: 5-1 los angeles takes it of course the three stars all from the kings dowdy to Foley and quick in that order rob and i give out the fourth star of the game courtesy white eagle homes built from the homeowner's perspective with thousands of personalization options visit white homes ca
2: i'm gonna go with uh nygaard i thought nygaard was noticeable in this game he had a ton of chances um, had any of them gone in may have changed the game a little bit but to me this was probably one of his strongest games that we've seen him play in a long time just hoping as we go forward that some of the opportunities that he gets and they were grade A scoring opportunities he had some of those find the back of the net give him a little bit of confidence.
1: Well he had two breakaways one clearly in from the blue line mm-hmm. the other one was sort of a partial two on one where he wound up all alone in front and then he had a centering pass from Cassian in the third period and Trying to go to the far corner and quick stop. That that's what we're, we're going to wonder about Nygaard, who we haven't seen as much as we would have liked because of the injury. Uh, this was his uh, what was this only his tenth game of the season, but that was the scouting report on him when the Oilers signed him. That he could skate at a high NHL level, mm-hmm. and, and he is. He's he's very fast. Can he finish at the NHL level? Uh, not yet.
2: No, we haven't seen it, yet. and it's different. I mean, <laughs> these are the best goaltenders in the national or in the world. And he scored 20-some goals last year playing in Sweden. And they may have good goalies, but they didn't have what the National Hockey League has. So uh, getting opportunities is huge. It, uh, in tonight's game, there might have, he had three grade A scoring chances. The Oilers combined, the rest of the team may have had two. So the chances are there From uh, Hopefully he figures it out. And that's one of the things you do. You got two goalies that are playing very well for the Oilers. In practice, you shoot to score every time you go in on net. And I think that's something that he's going to have to continue to do so that eventually muscle memory takes over in a game.
1: Oilers fall 5-1, 25 bucks, going to 630 Chet Set as Anonymous, courtesy Ascended Financial. When the name of the game is life, there's Ascended Financial. Visit CoveredAlberta.ca. They give $25 for every Oilers goal. The 630 Chet Set as Anonymous. We thank them for that. All right, you can reach out by calling or texting 780-496-0063. It is the same phone number. We will get post-game reaction from the Oilers dressing room as well. Overtime open line, courtesy Heartland Ford on 630 Chet.
0: Live, Oilers Hockey is brought to you by World of Spas. This is the Heartland Ford Overtime Open Line. Here's Reed Wilkins on Oilers Radio. 6.30, chick Clear by Grunstrom ahead to Martinez. They'll let him play here in the third. To Foley, chips one toward the net.
1: And that's caught cleanly by Koskinen. And he'll freeze it. Well, the Oilers have had... Better goaltending performances than tonight, but that is indeed the save of the game, courtesy Jiffy Lou B-Wise, winter, winterize. Smith starts, plays the first, lets in three. Koskinen lets in two over the final two periods. Not a good night in any way for the Oilers. They lose 5-1 to the Los Angeles Kings. Hey, uh, as we uh, often say, if you like winning stuff, if you're up late, why not win something? We want somebody to finish the play. 780-496-0063. Brad texting that number as well. He says, guys, the Oilers have lost seven in regulation, five on the road to some of the worst teams in the league. Tippett is right when he says the team has maturity issues. When the game is still close and McDavid and Dreisaitl don't check their man and that man scores, it's a sign of immaturity. If McDavid played as hard on defense as his opponents do against him, he would never be scored against and he would be plus 80 every year. <laughs> that is from Brad.
2: Uh, you know what? We We give accolades... to to Leon and Connor, uh, more or less on a daily basis, because they they do special things. But there were three, four goals tonight that either Leon or Connor had his man and left him or didn't have that extra step that they needed. Uh, Your star players are star players for a reason, but they also have off nights and both Leon and Connor had off, off nights when they didn't have the puck tonight because a couple of those goals were on both of those two.
1: Miles says, Rob, you said that the Oilers were flat, but I want to know why uh, Why do they do this so often? How does a whole team be
2: flat? Um, it, it, it happens. I mean, you, you look around the league, the Oilers record is better than 25 teams in the National Hockey League. I'm just guessing right there. Uh, so those teams have had flat nights as well. Uh, there's some night. It, it's funny. Mark Greky is a good buddy of mine. We used to play together in Pittsburgh, and we would skate around the ice in warm up. And in the first five minutes of warm up, we'd meet and like, how do the legs feel tonight? They're not there tonight. All right, kid's okay, gonna have to play a smarter game tonight because the legs aren't. There's just days that you just don't feel as good as you do in other games. Now some nights the entire team feels that way and it seemed like that tonight in in the game but having said that if the if the oilers best number one line wasn't minus three on the night i mean this might be a different hockey game uh i thought there were parts of the 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 lineup that wasn't as bad i thought nygaard looked very good out there and his line had some chances but in in this game the Oilers were flat and there's no excuse for it but certain some nights your team just isn't there and they're not as good and and the problem for for you nowadays is, there isn't the bad teams are still good enough to beat you right. if you don't bring your A game. This isn't like 15, 20 years ago when the discrepancy or the disparity between teams was huge, and you could bring your B minus or sometimes C plus effort, and you were still good enough to win those games. But with the salary cap, the teams are much closer in parity, and if you don't come and play as well as you can. Teams will beat you, and tonight was a perfect proof of that. A team in L.A. that is dead last in almost every category that you could have in the National Hockey League, and they were by far the better hockey club.
1: Yeah, and I mean, the Oilers, and again, I'm not, I'm not saying this is a goaltending loss, but the Oilers have had bad periods mm-hmm. where they've been bailed out. And, and even getting out of the first period tonight, 2 nothing, might have that was changed huge. things. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, look, it, it still wasn't a good first period either way, but uh, kind of a weak third goal. Allowed by Smith doesn't doesn't control the rebound and then kind of a, a, a trickler goes in and all of a sudden it's it's three nothing after the first instead of two nothing.
2: Well, would have could I mean you, you don't know well, what sure. would have happened, but if that if they get through the last thirty seconds and don't give up a weak goal and Connor McDavid scores to start the second period, it's a one goal that game now completely different so there was a lot of things that went wrong in tonight's hockey club and one of them was the goal that mike smith gave up at the end of the first period
1: 5-1 the kings take it whenever the oilers score five or more in a game we turn on the japanese village goal light on the oilers page on 630 ched.com that allows you to print up a coupon for an appetizer to japanese village triple a steak succulent seafood cooked at your table celebrate your census 7804960063. Seven eight zero four nine six zero zero six three. Don, do you have a comment or a question tonight, or do you just want to finish the play?
2: Well, I got a bit of a kind of question comment.
0: Sure. Um, mostly to you, Rob, seeing as you're a, an ex-player.
1: Um,
2: after a game like that, what's easier, like to bounce back? Is it easier on the road or at home? It's easier on the road, uh, just because they don't have to read the newspaper tomorrow or listen to the talk shows or listen to the. Uh, the TV it's simple it's just them on the road so it's much easier when you play poorly you want to be as far away from as your home city as possible and I think that of all the cities in the National Hockey League Edmonton would be in the top two or three of white noise that you would hear coming from media and, and and social media so it's better that they are away and you also want to play right away you never want to sit on a bad game for for two three four days you want to play as fast as you can to try to get that bad taste out of your mouth right on that's kind of how i was looking at it
1: too right on don i'm going to put you on hold here so we can do the contest with you finish the play you already have up to eight days parking at JetSet parking the best price on edmonton airport parking book online at jetsetparking.com self-park as low as 5.98 per day with the promo code ched
0: stripped again played back to the point but held by Martinez finally chopped out by Haas and we've got a breakaway Nygaard in on quick shot save and the rebound covered by Jonathan Quick.
1: Don we're going to have some fun with you here Joachim Nygaard wears number 10 Neil Yakupov wore number 10 but he wore a different number before that because he and Horkoff were teammates so what was Neil Yakupov's first number With the Oilers, was it sixty-four
2: or two? (laughs) He didn't wear the same numbers, Lee Foglin. That's all I'm helping you with. (laughs)
1: And and ten, you know, some numbers add up to ten. Was it sixty-four or two?
0: I'd have to guess go with sixty-four.
1: That's a very good guess, Don. We're going to put <laughs> you on hold, and your name goes into the grand prize draw for one hour at Fast Track Indoor Karting. That's valued at a thousand bucks. Safe, adrenaline-pumping fun. Fast Track Karting Edmonton. dot
2: com. He's not a big Nelli Yakupov fan. Well, I think he was just thinking about it to be careful. No, he's not a big Nelli Yakupov. Actually, we haven't had a lot of nail Yakupov fans call us in a while. We used to hear from a lot of them. We haven't heard from as many as well, of late.
1: He, he uh, teased you sometimes.
2: No, no, we he had didn't.
1: seventeen goals at forty eight games mm-hmm. as a rookie,-
2: mm-hmm. yep, no, nope. never was sold on Yl- Yakupov ever ever you weren't ever never you ever thought maybe no, I never
1: did that's v- a very pessimistic view of life
2: no that that one was real <laughs> that was a real view of life when it came to nail i actually, I haven't heard I know that we followed a lot with uh Pugliarvi and everyone, we're, there's always someone blogging something or talking about how well he's doing over in Finland where is Neil Yakupov is he in, he's playing in Russia is he yeah not?
1: he's in St. Petersburg how is Neil uh, doing I'm
2: just going to double check your stats yeah I haven't I haven't heard his name in quite a while
1: he has uh, four goals six points in 21 games okay he had 33 points in 47 games last season is how you can call us or text us. uh, The Oilers have lost 5-1 to the Los Angeles Kings. We will quickly check a very busy Edmonton Trailer scoreboard. Looking for parts, service, rentals, or new and used semi-trailers, head to edmontontrailer.com. The Maple Leafs win their first game under Sheldon Keefe, 3-1 over the Coyotes. Dallas 5-3 over Winnipeg. Stars still looking good. The Lightning win on the road, 4-2 against Chicago. The Wild hold off the Avalanche, 3-2. The Canucks get five power play goals and a shorthanded goal to beat the Predators 6-3. <laughs> uh,
2: the Canucks have been struggling as of late. That was a big win for them. And the game before that you just talked about, Colorado. Young kid, Kale McCarr, another strong game. He is the Leading candidate candidate to be rookie of the year. And right now, the only candidate the way he started this year.
1: Flames having a tough time. They lose 5 nothing to St. Louis. The Blue Jackets over Detroit 5-4. Philly wins 5-3 against Carolina. The Islanders are 15-0-1 in their last 16 games as they beat the Penguins 4-3 in overtime. They've played the Penguins three times during this run. All three games have gone to overtime. And that's their only... Uh, the only one they didn't win in there. They got the overtime loss for an overtime loss against the Penguins, and now they've won two in a row in OT against the Pens. Barry
2: Trots has got them playing good hockey once again.
1: Bruins knock off the Sabres 3-2. The Sharks win in overtime 2-1 against the Golden Knights. And the Florida Panthers, for the second time in less than two weeks, come back from a 4 nothing deficit to win. Tonight they do it to the Anaheim Ducks 5-4. Panthers take it in overtime, Aaron Ekblad two goals including the
2: winner. When can we start the uh, Babcock to Flames rumors? Is it too early? I think
1: I think you should refer to it as speculation, not rumors.
2: <laughs> okay. I'm speculating that there may be a rumor soon that Babcock is going to Calgary.
1: I wonder if he's going to coach this year. Cuz Quenville decided you know, he he just he wound up taking the season off, jumped on jumped board with the Panthers shortly after the regular
2: season ended. I, I I don't think so for the one reason, A, he doesn't need to um, financially. He doesn't need to. B, he knows he's going to get another job, and he's going to get multiple out- offers over the next little while. And C, he's going to wait to pick the team he wants to I, go I to. I would
1: think, I mean, that's that's kind of what I thought with Quentinville. Why try to do a reclamation project mm-hmm. mid-season? And then if it doesn't turn around and they, they trade guys away, then you're taking over a team. Though I guess when he, Florida joined, they didn't have. They didn't. Bobrovsky didn't go until free agency. No, so maybe he helped spring
2: play. Yes, and I them. think that's where the selling point. You're gonna. We're gonna bring you in as a coach, and having you as a coach is gonna get me the free agents that I want. And it has turned out very well for Florida. They've got, had a great start to the season, and, and Joel Quenville's a big reason. So Babcock, I don't think he coaches during the regular season this year, but I believe he'll be back in a team soon. He's a lifer. He loves coaching. He's different than me. I'd be retired some. I'd buy an island with the money he has right now <laughs> and uh, buy the NHL package and watch games on TV instead.
1: All right, we have Robert on line two. Go ahead, Robert. Uh, hey, guys, how's it going? Pretty good.
2: Well, I have, a, uh, I have a question and then I have a point. Uh, uh, my question is, do you do you maybe think that maybe
1: Koskinen is getting close to maybe taking the starting job away from Smith simply because Smith has already been pulled twice this year?
2: Well, I, I don't think Smith has a starting job. I think I just looked at the stats. I think they're even in games played on the or, or Smith has one game more. But I do believe that... Koskinen has outplayed Smith. He's been the better of the two goalies. His goals against Average says so. His win-loss record really says so. Mm -hmm. His save percentage says so. Uh, He's been the better of the goalies. That's why I personally would play Koskinen in in the next game because you do not want to have to go into Arizona needing to win to stop a three-game losing streak. I think Koskinen right now gives you the better chance of winning.
1: Okay. Yeah, no one, no one, my, uh, my, my, the point that I wanted to make is I think I was heard talking in the, during the pregame and saying that the Oilers are a team on the rise. And I think tonight reflected that in the sense of that usually teams that are contenders Mm -hmm. nine times out of 10 beat, uh, beat the poor teams and teams that are on the rise and are not quite there sometimes can falter
2: against the four teams like the Orleans did tonight? Uh, Yes and no. I mean, this year, I I think that I looked at it earlier, LA's beat Vegas this year. I'm pretty sure they beat Winnipeg at one point this year. I looked it up earlier, which are both those teams are not on the rise. Both those teams are teams that are there. They've already arrived. Good teams lose. Uh, Good teams lose to bad teams all the time. So for the Oilers, I mean, you would like to beat teams at the bottom of the standings, but if you don't bring your A game, you lose. So I don't, it's how they respond. It's if they come back with a better game next game against Vegas. I don't, not whether they win or lose in Vegas, but they give a better effort. And tonight the effort wasn't near good enough to win in the National Hockey League. And they're going to hear it from the coach. And I think most of them, as they were skating off the night, the, the ice, realized it. And again, I don't believe the Oilers have arrived. I agree with you there. They're still a team that's trying to find themselves, but they've put themselves in a pretty good position to to have a good season. But good teams, teams that have arrived, don't have a good season. They have seasons over and over and over again.
1: All right, Oilers lose 5-1. Quick break for the midnight news and weather. More post-game reaction coming up, overtime open line, courtesy of Ford. This report brought to
0: you by Furnace Family, your furnace replacement specialists with over 500 five-star Google reviews. Call 780-4-FAMILY. Oilers Hockey is brought to you by World of Spas. This is the Heartland Ford Overtime Open Line. Here's Reed Wilkins on Oilers Radio, 630
2: Chad.
1: Well, good morning. 5 minutes after midnight, stinker for the Oilers. 5-1 loss to the Los Angeles Kings. The Kings scored on the first shot of the game. 92 seconds in, they led 3-0 after one, 4-1 after two, and uh, 5-1 the final. If you missed this stat earlier, it is a bit of a bit of a shocker. 1-14 and 1 are the Oilers in their last 16 visits to LA. Edmonton did kill off five penalties tonight. They got their streak to 27 in a row on the PK, but L.A. got a late power play goal to end that. Dry Seidel's point streak ends after 13 games. McDavid got the only goal and the only point for the Oilers tonight. He has a nine-game point streak. The Oilers are 14-7-3. Rob, the one thing I, I I said going into the season that if you look, I said, I know you do it kind of more by fives, but I said, I, this year I'm going to break the season up into eight game segments. Mm-hmm. And if you get 10 points every eight games, A, that doesn't sound impossible. Like no. If you look at it, so you go Just five, a bit five, five and three, that's barely above average. But if you go 10 points every eight games, you got 100 points. Mm-hmm. You will, in the NHL, you will make the playoffs Every year. Uh, their first eight-game segment, the Oilers got 14.
2: Mm-hmm. That's a very good start.
1: Their second eight-game segment, they got eight. And the third eight-game segment just wrapped up, they got nine. So they have 31 on the year, which is just above uh, the pace. So uh, not bad. You, I mean, and it's it's an average, but I still want to kind of track it. Th- great to have the 14. Hopefully they can have a couple other segments where they get more than 10. Uh, but they, they definitely have to avoid the eight-game segment where you get,
2: like, Five, six or seven points. So like well,
1: like you know, nine is okay, it's not not great, but you didn't totally drop off. That.
2: Well, I, they're not going to avoid it. They're gonna have one this year. You just don't want to have two or three. That's where you're gonna <laughs> yeah. that's where you get yourselves into trouble. There's gonna be there's gonna be a stretch where the Oilers play a, a tough part of the schedule. They have they're banged up a little bit, they get unlucky, and they're gonna have a record of, you know, two, five and one. Mm-hmm. It's going to happen. It's you don't want to follow that with a 2 4 and 2. Right. So it, it, it's going to happen. You just don't want to fall off the edge of the cliff. That's what we've seen in the past. When the Oilers in the past, when I say past past years, when the Oilers have that bad little stretch, they follow it up with an even worse stretch. And then all of a sudden the confidence wanes. Uh, the pressure uh, of the city, of the media gets on their shoulders and it weighs them down and they find themselves uh, struggling to breathe. So there will be a tough stretch. See, it, It's how they handle it going forward. Uh, this year they, they're facing, they faced a little bit of adversity. I mean, they've been more or less a 500 hockey club since the beginning of the season. But that's why you have stretches where you go 7-1. and one. Mm-hmm. That's why, because it allows you to struggle a little bit, face adversity. Now the next time they have that little bump where they go, you know, 5-2-1 in an eight-game segment, all of a sudden, oh, that's 11 points. Now we're back up on the horse and things are going well for us.
1: All right, what's our... uh what should we make our adjustment of the game for Saturday? <laughs> for everything <laughs> for the Alberta College Association of Chiropractors. If it hurts, see a chiropractor. Visit albertachiro.com. Let's,
2: let's go with a start. It was not a good start to the game for the Oilers. And, and we talked about it with Bob at the beginning of the game. The LA Kings are a team that has struggled big time this year. Dead last in a lot of categories, bottom of the standings. They're, when you play against teams that have struggled, the longer they stay in the game, the more... Uh, the The feeling on the benches, okay, oh, we, we got a chance tonight. We, this, you know, this is our night. Let's put it. I mean, here we go. Here, this is it. This is where things are gonna go right for us. We're getting the breaks. We're getting the bounces. Let's take advantage of them. Uh, and, and they got the lead on the Oilers because the Oilers did not have a good start. Vegas is a much better hockey club that comes out harder than the LA Kings do. The Oilers need to have a much much more efficient start, more intensity, more emotion. They need to win battles. They didn't do any of those in the first 10 minutes of the game against LA. They have to do that in the first 10 minutes against Vegas, or you will find yourself out of the game very quickly.
1: Yeah, and just when that first shot went in from Foley. I, I just felt like, oh man, is this going to be one of those games in in uh, in Los Angeles where it just it just gets out of hand, and then Kopitar with with the long slap shot, and that was the goal where you had Cassie and McDavid and Settle all flying the zone, mm-hmm. and, and the Oilers didn't get the puck out, and and they didn't get back in time to really take Kopitar away, and he stepped into that one.
2: Well, it, when you watch the replay, when the puck the puck was down low in the Oilers' corner and say the right hand side. Kopitar was in front of the net, and Connor McDavid was standing right beside him. The puck gets rimmed around the boards. Leon Dry settles in a race for the puck. Uh, Connor McDavid sees that he's hoping that Leon gets there first and pokes it out. Leon doesn't get there first, and that's not on Leon. It was it was a race. The the L.A. King got there first. L- Connor McDavid turns one way. Kopitar turns the other. The puck bounces down to, to Brown, and all of a sudden, he has a wide open Onzi Kopitar. And Anzi Kopitar, we've seen this too many times as an Edmont- Edmonton Oilers fan. When you put the puck on a stick in that area, he's got an absolute bomb. And Mike Smith, who seemed a little confused at where the puck was, but I don't care if he saw the puck, that thing's going in. But Connor McDavid was with him. Four seconds later, Kopitar has a wide-open one-timer from about 20 feet out. So there were mistakes made tonight defensively by the Oilers' top line. And, and it's... They they realize it. You could see the look on Connor's face after that one. There's a look on Leon's face a little bit later where he let well, his guy just get in. Well,
1: showed the, the third goal. It, it, I mean, Kopitar. It was it was actually a two on three, and mm-hmm. the one player took the shot, and Kopitar just skated past the other back checkers. And yeah, I mean, not a great rebound or a great one through. Smith. not, car, not right co- through. Carter.
2: you mean Carter. Carter. Sorry,
1: yeah. Carter just steps right in and and uh, and, and taps. you know what. Leon's usually been good at tying those mm-hmm. I wonder if that's too just I mean the one texture wrote in well you know why are you flat I, I wonder too uh, you would have been there if, if late in the period you think like oh time's running out like mm-hmm. well, we're safe there's not time for them to do anything
2: yeah no you are you, when they were going up ice because the others had a ton of chances on that shift they, they they created and you're watching the clock all the time you look up oh, there's eight seconds to go the period's over we've got him in a good position, the puck's way outside, he's taking a wrist shot from the boards, you know, we're all safe. Uh, the puck gets on net, and it was a bad rebound. I Here's one of those things, if Smith swallows that like he should, mm-hmm. and like he normally does, no one would have even noticed that Leon Dreisaitl was a step behind. It's the fact that the puck bounced out when it shouldn't have, and then... Carter puts in, and again, if he stops the second one, we probably still aren't talking about Leon Dreisaitl. So, uh, but we'll call call a spade a spade. The Leon and Connor were not good defensively tonight and it shows showed it in the scoreboard and it shows in the stat sheet minus 3 and minus 2 uh, they were minus 8 that line tonight and when your best line, your best players are minus 8, you're probably not going to win a hockey game.
1: Alright, let's go back to Los Angeles here's Oilers head coach Dave Tippett followed
0: by a game that certainly... Poor start poor start, we give up goals early goal with, right at the end of the first period is a poor goal to give up five seconds left. We have control of the puck of the offensive blue line. We give up a goal five seconds. That was kind of a microcosm of where we were tonight. Not good enough. Is, consi- uh, is consistency still an issue?
2: For no, this team?
0: no, we've been fine. We've been fine. We've had some games that uh, we haven't played as well as we like, but for the most part, I like what we do. But tonight wasn't uh, wasn't our night. Leon fingered himself, said he played terrible and the line didn't play very good. Early on, they weren't very good, no. You you've, uh, haven't lost too many games, but you have lost some
1: against teams that are b- lower down the standings. Uh, it, in
0: no, no it, it doesn't matter. You play anybody in this league. There are no every game is a hard game in this league. I, some teams have struggled a little more than others, but every game you go into is a hard game, no matter what. And so. It doesn't matter where a team is in the standings. You go in, you know you're going to have a hard, hard game.
1: I know you didn't want it to be a trap game. Did you feel like
0: it? it, it no, it doesn't. No. no, we just didn't play well enough. You can't make excuses. You don't. You get out. You get beat. You get beat by an outside play, an easy outside play. We got beat on the second goal, getting back to our net, and the third goal is just uh, poor, poor checking, poor checking, and a goal that should never go in on us. So, put ourselves down three 0 We chased the game. Get your team Just late. to try to reset it, yeah. Just try to reset it, and you're you're trying to find something to happen, right? So even on the even on the challenge, their player pushes our guy into it. Our penalty killing had been real strong. It's worth taking a chance. American, take a chance. It's three one or four one. Take a chance and see what happens, right? So I knew it was uh, I knew it was a risk at best, but you never know. He did push him into him, so. But we take our medicine. You learn from it, and you got to. This is still a big road trip for us. We got to get out, and we got to play well in Vegas. After
1: after the San Jose game, too, is mm-hmm. that make it all the more disappointing that
0: you can't build on that game? Well, I'm disappointed we didn't play well enough to win. We played well enough to win in San Jose, so now we'll just have to rewrack and play play a better game of Vegas. Thoughts on Larson uh, first game back? Solid. Solid. We, you know, we bring him in on that third pair there, and uh, it, it's going to take some time to get him up and going. It's not like he's. Not like he played part of the season and then got hurt. He's, he really hasn't played anything yet, so it'll take a few games to get going. But he's he's in great shape, and he went out and he was solid tonight.
1: Well, yeah, Tippett, pretty uh, pretty straightforward there. Like you said, there's there's uh, there's no easy games in the league, and you know he kind of touched on what we were talking about, some of the goals against, and I'm I'm kind of interpreting what he's saying, Rob, and it's kind of what you were saying too, the Kings scored goals off what looked like they were going to be low percentage opportunities, mm-hmm. right? Shot from the outside or puck's going to get cleared. That's the thing. I mean, the offensive players will make plays and, and sometimes you, you got to say, hey, the guy's a good, a good player. But the Orders there, there were plays that the Orders have been pretty good at shutting down or clearing the puck or doing their job defensively. But Kings turned low percentage opportunities into goals.
2: Well, if you go through the goals, the first goal, uh, the puck gets up, shot passed up the middle, and Ethan Bear steps up and leaves the man that he's supposed to be covering wide open. Foley walks in has all the time in the world to go in and shoot. Ethan Baer stays back in good defensive positioning. Uh, it's a three on three, and there's no scoring chance. The goal by Kopitar. If Connor McDavid stays with Kopitar defensively. Uh, there's no shot on net. I mean, because the puck was behind the net with, with with Dustin Brown. There's no play out front, and actually, he didn't even make a very good pass. He actually kind of lost it to Kopitar, but because Kopitar was so open, he gets a shot. The goal at the end of the period, again, it was if the goalie swallows it, there's no scoring chance, and if Leon takes an extra stride, Jeff Carter's not going to get a shot on net. So those those three right there in the first period were all, as as you said. Not skilled plays by the LA Kings. It was all mistakes by the Edmonton Oilers that gave them easy opportunities. All right, so the Oilers lose
1: at 5-1. They are 14-7-3 on the season. They're back at it on Saturday against the Vegas Golden Knights. Of course, we have it for you. 6.30 face-off show, game at 8. Bob Stauffer has Oilers now from noon to 2 tomorrow. I'll have inside sports from 6 to 8. More on the Oilers, and of course, more on Sunday's Great Cup. Thanks to Kellen Kennedy and Angie Quinnell, our studio producers this evening. Oilers Hockey is presented by World of Spas. On behalf of Rob Brown, I'm Reed Wilkins. Overtime Open Line presented by Heartland Ford. Norther's fall again in Los Angeles, losing 5-1. Have a great night.
0: The highest standards of broadcasting. It's what we strive for every minute of the day. To live up to your expectations is our goal, our obligation. And as members of the Canadian Broadcast Standards Council, our promise is to be accountable to you, our listeners. Have a comment to